0: hi and welcome to the inner work the podcast with me steve barker let's explore and unpack the inner workings of our subconscious and conscious minds where we will dive deep into our inner world where we'll create space by giving ourselves permission to press the pause button on life let's share this journey together as we discover what makes us tick seeking out new perspective, insights and strategies that will make our lives easier and our relationships even more meaningful and fulfilling. Join me now as we journey through the amazing world of human behaviour. Let's bring some curiosity, wonderment and a massive dose of fun and unlock our hidden potential for exploring this inner work. G'day and welcome to Inner Work, the podcast with me, Steve Barker. How are you? Hope everything is going well and that life is treating you well. So today I want to talk about the five different benchmarks for success mindset. So how can we set ourselves up for success before we even start doing anything? We need to be able to get our mind clear. We need to be able to be fully focused and to know that we're going to have success. Very often what I say when I'm with my clients is what we focus on is what we're going to experience at the cost of everything else. And this includes our mindset. So if we've got a positive mindset, generally we're going to have positive outcomes. So let's have a look at these five benchmarks for a successful mindset. Number one, decide to stop tolerating your own excuses. This one's really powerful because We've got to be able to tune into our inner thoughts, into our our thinking, to listen to the dialogue, the inner chatter that goes on. And within those, we will start to notice that we, we make excuses. We put things off. Some people call it procrastinating. Lots of people might say that they don't have enough money or enough time. Whatever your excuse is, then you need to be aware of it. And you need to stop tolerating it and accepting that that's how it is. One of the things that, that, that sort of held me back when I first thought about starting my own business was the excuse that I was making that I needed to have $40,000 sitting in a bank account. I mean, what, who, who has $40,000 sitting in a bank account just going spare? It was an excuse. And it was an excuse that I tolerated. It's an excuse that I put up with. It's an excuse that I bought into. It's an excuse that I believed. And that held me back for about four or five years from actually being able to move forward. Now I look back at that and I go, geez, if I hadn't tolerated that excuse, if I'd found a way past it, if I'd found a way forward, where would I be now? So number one, decide to stop tolerating your own excuses. Number two, quit bitching. Stop moaning and waiting for things or people. This really is around stepping out of victimhood and into empowerment. Whenever we catch ourselves bitching or gossiping or moaning or complaining, or we find that we're just waiting for something, you know, I will do this when you know, I see a sign. A lot of people wait for signs. I'll wait for the full moon or, or whatever it is. You know, if they start moaning about stuff, this really does set us up for failure because we're becoming a victim. We start to believe the stories that we tell ourselves. And this is where limiting beliefs come from tuning into these stories that don't serve us so what I find now is whenever I catch myself bitching and moaning because we all do it let's be honest none of us are saints but whenever I catch myself I say to myself this is not the mindset you need Steve this is not what's going to give you the success this is not what you need to be focusing on right now and I choose to turn it into empowerment And just even being able to catch myself with that thought process of this is not what I want to be thinking about is empowering. Because it means that I'm in charge. It means that I'm taking control. It means that I've got the awareness to see, listen and feel as to what my mind, what my body is doing. So number two, quit bitching, stop moaning and waiting for things or other people. Just get on with it. Number three. Knowing your limiting or dysfunctional stories. It's having the awareness around them. It's knowing them. But it's not making them your identity. It's not making them your—you you know, the, the person that you refer yourself to as. They are important. They are part of you. But you don't want them to be driving your car. You want to be driving your car. You don't want your dysfunctional or limiting story and we've all got them, you know, you want you want that as your back passenger. You don't want the dysfunctional or the limiting story in saying, hey, I'll drive the car, let me take this corner. Because whenever the dysfunctional or limiting story gets to behind the wheel of your car, they floor it, they drive like a hoon, and before you know it, you're skidding out of control and you're having a, a smash up or an accident. So, I'll give you an example. When I was diagnosed with my PTSD, CPTSD, that became my um, my crutch, my mental crutch. That became my go-to. That was my story. That was my excuse. That was the, the moaning that I was doing. Can you see how the first three, stop tolerating your excuses. Uh, sorry, first two, stop tolerating your excuses and um, quit bitching and moaning. That that was my limiting story. That was my, my my dysfunctional story. Oh, I've got PTSD, don't you know? Haven't you heard? Yeah, I was diagnosed with it. And, you know, it impacts me in this way. It was it was my excuse to get out of so much stuff. It was bullshit. Now I accept it as part of my life. It, it's something that I live with. And it's, you know, it, it can be, can be difficult sometimes, but it's not the end of the world. I don't hang my hat on it it doesn't define who i am if anything it helps me to be able to become even more focused on the positive elements of my life so you know, wherever you catch yourself with a i'm not good enough or i can't trust people or i'm not am not clever enough you know that that's a limiting dysfunctional story oh, i didn't do very well at school so i can't achieve this or i you know i came up in a in a rough environment and my life's not as good as other people's You know, yes, your upbringing will have impacted your your ability to function and to operate, but it doesn't define you, doesn't stop you from going out there and changing who you are now. So, you know, just be mindful of the limiting dysfunctional stories and know them, accept them, embrace them because they are part of you. They are exactly part of you. But don't let them drive your car. Number four, action without drama. Just get on with it. Let's not have a cock and a hoot about every time we have a success. It's important to celebrate your successes. Celebrate them internally. Celebrate them with yourself. We don't need to be, you know, shouting from the rooftops every time we do something good. Because that then becomes hard. It also becomes very annoying to other people. But if we can just get on with it and accept and take the action without the drama, without the need to, to make a big thing out of it, then what we start to find is that it becomes easier to do because we don't have to find a way of developing or or growing the drama around the action because that then starts to become tiresome. It starts to become hard work. So we, we just want to be taking action without a drama. We don't need... The, the fanfare. One of the core needs of the human being is significance. But we don't need to get that from other people. We can get it from ourselves. We know when we've done a good job. We know when we've done the right thing. We know when we've made a, a, a big effort. Be happy. Give yourself a pat on the back. You know, Very often, whenever I get a new client, I often mention this. I go and I have a spiced rum. I, I like spiced rum. I like a Morgan spice rum. So I go, and I go down to the freezer where it lives, and it's the only time I ever have one. And I go down there, and as I'm walking down to the freezer with my glass to get a, a shot of this, this lovely drink, I give myself a pat on the back. I don't have to celebrate with other people. I don't have to post on Facebook, Yay, I got a new client. Yeah, you know, If I go to the gym, I, I go to the gym and I congratulate myself on an, you know the effort of getting there, because for me, going to the gym is hard work. It always has been. It's always been a struggle of mine to maintain my personal fitness. So when I go, I remind myself, I say, good on you, mate. Good commitment. Keep doing that. I don't have to post it on Facebook. I don't have to share with people that I've done, you know, a a gym session. Some people do. I get that. They need the significance. But after a while, it starts to wear. And they can find significance in other ways. So take the action without the drama. Number five. Act with urgency. What do I mean by this? I mean, make a decision and take action immediately. Don't put it off. Don't procrastinate. Now is always the time to do something. Now. This moment, whilst it's in your mind. I'm sitting in my car at the moment. I've just been to the doctor's surgery and I've got a client at 9.30. And I was thinking right, I need to do my podcast. And then immediately it struck me. Now's the time to do my podcast. Take your headset, take your notes, sit in the car, and then that way you've got your podcast done and you can go straight on to your client. It's being able to find ways of being able to do stuff rather than procrastinate, rather than putting things off. Once we start to build the habit of doing things now, we don't put things off. And what we find is that we have a lot more free time, a lot more time to be able to do the things that we enjoy, that we want to be able to engage in, because we've got all the jobs out of the way. We haven't procrastinated. We haven't sat there in bed going, oh, do you know what, I'll get up in the next half an hour, and then after I've had my shower, I'll get on and do this. It's a case of, why are you sitting in bed? Get up, go and have your shower and go and do it. Then you can sit around watching telly for the rest of the, rest of the day, if you if that's what your plans are but you've done it. One of the things that I used to hate when I was a kid, and this is why this is so natural to me because I've been doing it for so long, was the fact that I knew that on a Sunday I'd have all this homework to do because I hadn't done it on the Friday night. And I decided, right, I'd much rather get on with my homework, get it all done and dusted, and then I've got the rest of the weekend to enjoy because all throughout the weekend, I was thinking, "Oh, I've still got my homework to do. Oh, I've still got my homework to do. I've still got my homework to do. And that kind of tarnished the, the whole weekend's activities. Whereas if I did my homework as soon as I got home and it was done and it was put in my school bag and it was all good to go, then I could enjoy the rest of the weekend. I didn't have to worry about. Oh, I've still got my homework to do, still got my homework to do. And if something you know, had come up and maybe, I don't know, <clears throat> we had to go to my grandparents for dinner or something and I'd forgotten about it and it was on the Sunday, all of a sudden it now becomes a drama. So this is what I mean by being able to act without urgency. So if we can start to set these as benchmarks, and benchmarks means the highest standard, the standard that is going to be achieved all the time. A you know, a benchmark is a high standard that is repeatable, achievable, sustainable. So we want these benchmarks for success. So I'll go through them again. If you're taking notes, if you if you're thinking, yeah, this sounds good, what were they all again? Grab a pen and paper and write these down. So number one. The other thing you can do is grab your phone now and go and put it in a note. So don't think <laughs> Because this is what people do. They go, oh, I haven't got a pen and paper, I can't do this. There's always a way around it. Quit bitching, stop moaning, waiting for things. Make a commitment, work out a way forward. Stop tolerating your own excuses. If you want to make a note of these, get your phone out, get a piece of paper out. Yeah? Or even make a commitment to yourself and re-listen to this podcast and write them down when you get home. So, number one. Decide to stop tolerating your own excuses. Decide to stop tolerating your own excuses. And you'll recognize them. You'll hear them in your head. They'll be clear once you've been able to start to tune in. Once you've done some more inner work. If you're if you're at the point now where you can actually recognize the in, internal chatter, the, the dialogue that narrates your life, you can start to hear these excuses. Number two. Quit bitching. Stop moaning and waiting for things or people to change. We want to be stepping out of victimhood and into empowerment. Victimhood is where we feel sorry for ourselves. It's where we're on a pity train. It's where we make excuses. So we want to be able to quit bitching, stop moaning and waiting for things or people. Number Three, know your limiting dysfunctional stories, know what they are, accept them, embrace them with love and grace, but don't let them become your 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 um your purpose. don't let them define who you are. Move on from them, allow them to be present, but not to drive your car. So know your limiting, dysfunctional stories. Number four. Action without drama. Action without drama. Remove the drama from your life. Do things because you want to do them. Do them because you know they're the right thing to do. But you don't have to scream and shout at it, about it from the top of the rooftops. There's no need for all of that. Give yourself a pat on the back, but take the action. Your start, your 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 um, significance will come from your inner child because you'll know you're doing the right thing. Number five, act with urgency. Act with urgency. Do it now. Now is always the time to do something. Not later. Not in the next half an hour. If you've got time, do it now. Act immediately. Act with a sense of urgency. So, those are the five top benchmarks for a success mindset. They're things that I use on a day to day basis. They're things that I share with my clients and they implement. When we've got the success mindset, when we live and, you know, these are our, our benchmarks, these are our standards. When we live every single day by this level, things happen, things change. The outcomes are great. And the the ability for, for negative stuff to creep in really is massively diminished. It doesn't mean that it stops coming in. It just means that we can we can flip it much quicker. We can do things with it rather than it crippling us and holding us back. So I really encourage you to start to think about these benchmarks. Start to tune into yourself. Start to monitor your your daily output and see what's going on are you meeting these benchmarks and I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback around them maybe you've already got these benchmarks in place in your in your life share with people share with the listeners through your comments the difference of having these benchmarks because you will not have had them all your life there would have been a point where your life didn't have these benchmarks and that's where you can then start to notice the difference So if you haven't got these benchmarks and you start to implement them, I'd love to hear your thoughts around them and how it is positively impacting. And if you have been applying these and they're making a difference, please share the differences that you're noticing, the impacts it is having upon you. So I hope you found this useful. I hope you found it insightful and meaningful and that you're getting something from these podcasts. If you are, jump on whatever platform, give me a review. Share a comment maybe on my my I Am Enough Coaching Facebook page. You know, share how you enjoy the podcasts. And share them with your friends and family. Share the link with them. You can go onto Spotify and you can share the link for the podcasts there. So it's been great sharing with you again. I look forward to talking to you again next week. I'd love to hear how you go with these five benchmarks for a success mindset. But until then, stay safe, look after yourselves, and we'll speak soon. Tooroo! Thank you for joining me and taking the time to listen to this episode of the inner work the podcast I trust you found this enjoyable interesting and thought-provoking the next step is to bring your conscious awareness to this new perspective and way of thinking and then apply it to your day-to-day life as you listen to more inner work podcasts and apply them you will notice subtle yet powerful things changing in your life If you're already noticing this, I would really encourage you to share these podcasts with your friends and family so that they too may start the journey of the inner work. Please subscribe to these podcasts so that you don't miss out on the next episodes. And whatever platform you're listening to them on, please either leave a review or pop onto my Facebook page, I Am Enough Coaching, and share your experiences. Until the next episode, wherever you are in the world, take care and keep doing the inner work. Toodoro. Thank you.